Okay, another day. We're in the home stretch, almost almost at the weekend. It is Thursday, April 23rd. This is Alex Lieberman, the co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew, here with another edition of the Founders Journal. For those of you who haven't listened to the Founders Journal yet, this is basically four years in the making of me wanting to journal the experiences of being a first-time founder. The great things, the bad things, the things that I didn't think about at all and I just did on autopilot. But I'm hoping that other entrepreneurs, other people who want to be entrepreneurs can learn from my lessons, connect with me. I hope you enjoy today's episode and I hope to uh, inspire you. All right. What's going on today? How was your live with Noah Kagan earlier? Uh, the live with Noah was great. It was the longest LinkedIn Live I've done to date. Normally, these things are 15 to 30 minutes, but it was 57 minutes. And the only reason that uh, we stopped was he had a, a hard stop at 4 o'clock. But it was such a good conversation. It was the most engaged I've seen a LinkedIn Live audience. And he's just a, an extremely impressive human being. And what it made me realize from the conversation is I need to be really purposeful in finding a few more Noah Kagan's in my life to talk to more frequently. So this was the most impactful part of your day already? Definitely the most impactful part of my day because I think it just made me realize that one, I can't put pressure on myself to be doing thoughtful, you know, vision creating work as a founder every single day. I don't think that's realistic because candidly, a lot of my job is a lot of doing and not thinking. Like even though Austin and I are at a higher level in the business in terms of thought, there's still so much executional work we do. But the conversation with Noah just made me realize that I need to make sure I'm allocating more time in my week to spend time thinking rather than doing and talking to more people that make me think deeper. And Noah is one of those people. And he just ha he has such a an impressive background. But I think he's one of those people that not only has an impressive background, but there's so much substance as well. Why do you think he has that perspective? He just has such rich experience because he's been in business for so long. Like he runs AppSumo uh, or Sumo Group, which has a bunch of companies. He was the 30th employee at Facebook working directly with Mark Zuckerberg. He was the fourth employee at Mint and ran all marketing for them before they were acquired by Intuit. You know, he's been posting internet content for the last 15 years. He has 50,000 YouTube subscribers. He has 64,000 Twitter followers. So he just has had a wealth of experiences that have created just like really interesting stories. And so the reason I felt so connected, honestly, to know on the call is first of all, he's a marketer at heart. And so when he talks, he talks in a way that you feel drawn in. There's so much emotion and passion in what he says. Um, but I think the other thing is he has, there's a story tied to every single lesson he teaches. You know, he would talk about how feedback is such a valuable thing, but he wouldn't just say, you know, feedback is valuable and you have to be willing to receive feedback. He talked about an employee who gave him feedback, what the feedback was and how he's taken that feedback to heart, even though he was really frustrated because it made him feel self-conscious. And so he attached everything to a story. But the things that I boiled down that made Noah impressive and after having this conversation are going to drive me to find more Noah's are first, he is someone who is always learning. I, I believe that for the last 20 years since he started his first business in college, he is truly energized by going down the rabbit hole and by feeding his curiosity. Like that is what makes him feel fulfilled. And so I could even just tell from our LinkedIn Live how energized he was 
from nerding out about our businesses in front of people for 57 minutes. It felt effortless to him. You know, the best example of that is he broke down Morning Brew's business strategy in three seconds. He literally had one sentence that in a nutshell summarized our whole strategy of running a business to date. And it's like, you can tell this guy has been through so much shit to just have this understanding of business at such a deep level. And it takes years of learning and curiosity to get there. Um, and, and also, he's one of those people, you know, when you start feeling like our parents' generation, most of our parents are not totally in tune with the tools we use now and the technologies we have now. But there are always a few people that you're like, wow, I'm really impressed that that person for their age understands zeitgeist and like young culture and technology really well. He feels like he's always going to be one of those people. So we've been really close because he finds my thoughts interesting. And so he spent a lot of the conversation asking me, why have I chosen LinkedIn as my platform of choice? Why not Twitter? Why not Instagram? And he was genuinely fascinated by my answer to that. And I'm sure he's going to make decisions as an entrepreneur now because of that answer. So the first is someone who's always learning. The second is someone who is self-aware. I believe that the best founders strive for perfection, but know that there's so much imperfection about the work they do. And so like he gave the example of he was doing a performance review with an employee last week. This employee is a, a subordinate to him. So they were at first really afraid of giving him feedback when Noah said, I want you to give me feedback. Eventually they did. And one of the pieces of feedback was, you know, Noah, it's your superpower, but it's also your biggest weakness, which is you're thinking about so many things and you're working on so many things that you're productive, but you don't always feel present when you're with people. Like when, when you're talking to me, you have your iPad going, you have a notepad going, you're thinking about four things. I can tell you're not totally into the conversation. And that struck two chords for me. One is I could just tell that Noah, while he is confident in his abilities, never believes he's at perfect and truly cares about people telling him what he can do better. I and mean, his response to me about this encounter was, you know, I was emotional about it because I was frustrated that someone has this perception of me. But now I have been significantly more present in my experiences with my team members and my employees because of the feedback he gave me. And it it actually resonated so much with me because I've found that, you know, as I think about myself in conversations with, you know, producer Josh or uh, with anyone on the Morning Brew team, it never comes from a bad place, but I can totally see how my attachment to technology and 50 things going on in the business makes me not as present as I should be to conversations. And it made me think deeper about how I can be better in that domain as well. And then there's three three final things that I think made Noah Noah and make me want to find other Noahs to be close to me in my life. The third, it's someone who's a survivor. And what I mean by that is there's a certain relentlessness and grit about successful founders and professionals where they just have an overconfidence about one thing that I think it's okay to be overconfident about. They have an overconfidence that they are going to get to a destination no matter what happens, whether they go through a recession, whether they go through layoffs, whether shit hits the fan, whether something seems to be broken, they always find a way of fixing it because they are relentlessly obsessed with getting to that goal. And that's what I see in some of the people I'm most impressed by. Noah is absolutely one of those people. The final two things, someone who takes time to think about the future. The people that I want to surround myself with are people who the proportion of their time spent thinking is maybe 70% and the, the proportion of their time spent doing is 30%. I would say for me, it's like 80-20 in the other direction right now, 80% doing and 20% thinking. And I can tell that Noah spends a significant amount of his time thinking 
Um, and especially thinking about what the future of his business looks like. Even the point he made was he's like, I don't try to look five years in the future or 10 years in the future. He's like, Max, I look six months in the future, but I spend a ton of time thinking about what our business should look like six months from now. It made me realize I, would, I don't spend nearly enough time doing that. And the final is Noah and the people I look up to are, are people who are great marketers because I believe the best thinkers and the best doers are only so effective. They only have so much potential if they don't have an ability to storytell and market their ideas to other people to get buy-in from their employees, their investors, their followers, their fans. And so to bring it all together, like Noah is someone who learns always, relentlessly curious. He's self-aware. He's a survivor and he's relentless about the work he does. He takes time to think about the future and he's a great marketer and a great storyteller. And I just realized from this conversation how much my conversation with Noah, my interview of Noah made me think deeper and it made me think about how can I get other Noahs in my life to spend more time with them because I do believe you are a reflection of the four or five people you spend the most time with. It's amazing how good conversations can be so powerful. I learned so much from my from my conversation with Noah. I want to find more Noahs, spend more time with them. I want to be more present in the conversations with the people on my team. Uh, I really need to be purposeful in that because I know I can be a distracted person. And I need to find a better amount of time spent on thinking. I'm like 80-20 right now, 80% doing, 20% thinking. And I want to get it closer to 50-50 because in order to do the right things, I need to think about the right things. Hope you enjoyed today's episode and I'll catch you tomorrow. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.